Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome once again to the Michael Calderon Show. We're so glad you can join us. Today we're really excited. We have Danielle Morgan from the UK, singer, songwriter, music, music sensation that is climbing the charts. And, um, you know, I've, uh, I'm really starting to, uh, to enjoy her music quite a bit. And, uh, and I know that you're going to enjoy it as well. So we're really excited. Uh, we're going to be bringing her on momentarily. Uh, and she's coming to us live from the UK. Uh, if you want to call in during the show with any questions, you can call us at 929-477-1785. That's 929-477-1785. You know, during last week's show uh, with Monica Quintero, who is a, um, a reporter and anchor uh, in a Fox-affiliated station in Abilene, Texas, we talked about be our change and and that whole movement really really to focus in on on positive news stories and and kind of shy away from from all the negativity out there so i wanted to share in our be our change segment a story coming out of uh, out of new york city about two new york city female police officers who wind up being assigned to the same precinct uh, which for those that are not familiar with New York City, a precinct is a police station. Um, and in some areas, it's called a district. And uh, there was one thing that, that these two female cops did not know about themselves. The one thing they knew was that they had the same last name. And uh, as they got to know each other, and, and it's very common, by the way, in the New York City Police Department, being such a large department where many people have the same last name and work in the same precinct. Um, but in this particular case, these two female cops um, with the last name Molina um, wound up uh, as they got to know each other. And uh, Jasmine Molina and Yadikidis, uh, Yadalkidis, rather, uh, Molina, uh, as they got to know each other, they realized that they were sisters. Uh, they, in fact, uh, realized that they had the same father. Hector Molina, who has uh, since passed away, but never got to see uh, his daughters, his daughters united. So uh, that's a wonderful, wonderful, heartwarming story uh, coming to us out of New York City. And again, uh, they were assigned to the same police station and, uh, you know, just amazing how they were in fact sisters and, uh, you know, People used to joke with them all the time about them uh, being related, and uh, sure enough, they are sisters. So uh, that's a great story. Uh, if you haven't had time to uh, to see it or hear it, um, you can certainly certainly um, um, you know Google it and and uh, and read that story. Definitely a very heartwarming uh, story. Um, so now we're going to go on to to uh, UK singer songwriter Danielle Morgan, uh, who is in the UK. And uh, Danielle, how are you today? I'm good, Reverend Michael. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, our listeners are so excited. We've gotten tons of messages in. Uh, and tell us, uh, 
let's start let's start with with a little bit about your background and where you were born and and raised how about that um my background is i was born and raised in london east london whitechapel sort of the home to jack the ripper um and my family my mother's family are from ireland from from tipperary um oh, okay. so i was raised so i was raised um in the east end of london um but obviously with a heavily heavily influenced irish family background so um a great mix on that um i went to um an all girls strict catholic school um in east london and then at the age of 15, I auditioned for the Brit School. Um, and I was very lucky and I got in. And I suppose, they, as they say, the rest is history. I went on and learned my craft, um, worked with some of the best people in the industry, um, and then came out and went off into the world of the music industry. And at the age of about 20, decided that musical theatre and drama and um, writing music and stuff is what my passion was and what I loved, but it wasn't going to pay the bills. So I decided then to join the police. I was a Metropolitan Police Officer in um, the centre of London, Buckingham Palace and Downing Street, um, and did that. Was always working and writing. And hopefully one day, you know, I would go back on a serious note when I had my mortgage and everything in um, in place. Um, And and that's how it happened. And some of the songs that people are hearing now, "Love Me, Hold Me," um, that was written over 24 years ago, Um, and it hasn't really changed much. So yeah, I think I think everyone. Um, finds their path and they find what's important to them. For me, I've I've had a lot of heartache in my life, um, so I've got a lot to say, and it comes out through my songs. I think today I've got between seventy and a hundred songs, um, and each one That's of them fabulous. is a story. Um, and for me, the music is—you know—not everybody listens to lyrics. It depends if you're into poetry or musical theatre, some people don't like lyrics as much. They focus more on the music, the bass lines and and the drums and stuff, and some people enjoy lyrics. So for me, I'm blessed to have a a team of musicians and my my co-writer, John Merrigan, who's also the drummer and arranger and does everything with me. So between that, we get a great mix of stuff. Um, and a lot of my songs, if you sit and listen and analyse the lyrics, there is there's, there's a lot of depth behind them. Um, yes, and indeed. And each one we can draw on as as a moment in time on how we were feeling at that point. Um, so yeah, there's a lot. I mean, you're, you're talking 20, 20, 20 plus years of of stuff there, Reverend Michael. So it's um, it's it's interesting. It's it's really interesting, and I'm incredibly blessed. I must say, I am very very blessed, um, and I'm very very lucky that, really, to be perfectly honest, that God has um, given me this gift to 
to to to reach people through through music. So um, I'm really I'm very grateful for that. Yes, absolutely. And you know, I had no idea that uh, that you had served with the with the Metropolitan uh, Police in London. I had no idea about that. Yeah, I I um I went in um quite young and passionate um and grew up very quickly. Um and it served me very well and I've made it's like a family, I suppose. You join a family and it's lifelong friendships because every day you're going out and someone else has got your back. Um right. and you don't you know, you don't realise um, the hours ticking by and eight, ten, twelve, fifteen hour shifts. Um and a lot of it's exciting, you know. Um it's not like sitting in an office every day's different. And you do for me, I felt like I was making a difference. I really did. Um and um and I loved loved every aspect aspect of policing. Um it's um you know, the the emergency services they do an incredible job. Um so yes, it's a very indeed. it was a very for me. And how long did you serve with the Metropolitan Police Department? I did nearly seven years. Wow, okay. Yeah, okay. they call it the seven-year itch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, uh, um, I, traveled, I traveled to the UK. I, I want to say it was uh, in 2012, and, uh, and I absolutely loved it. Uh, I was in London. Um, and, uh, um, I met several of the metropolitan police officers who were all very kind to me, uh, took tons of pictures with them. Uh, one even took off his hat in front of Buckingham palace and let me put it on. Um, wow. uh, yeah, I know. I'm sure he probably wasn't supposed to do that, but we won't tell anyone. (laughs) Very cool. Very cool. Yes, I'm going to uh, I'm going to go to uh, No Trace of You, um, which is a song that that has has quite a bit of meaning to it. And um, before we do that, I do want to say hello to one of my couples, Dave and Steph, who are uh, they are listening and they live in the UK and uh, and they're tuning in. So I'm so glad that you guys could uh, could listen and um Uh, some of Danielle's music. So we're going to go to No Trace of You.
And that was Danielle Morgan with No Trace of You. So, Danielle, and, and certainly if John wants to chime in as well, I know, uh, I know he's with you. Um, tell, me, tell me the backstory to No Trace of You. Um, no, no Trace of You was originally written as a ballad on piano, um, and it was very, very sort of slow. Uh, the, the whole idea going on bef- in my head for that was um, sort of a James Bond theme. So we had the whole lyrics and, and the arrangement, and we sent it across to um, our producer in L.A., the real John Smith, and he loved it, and he said, "Okay, what you know? What are you thinking on this?" Um, and we said, "Well, actually, we're not sure. Um, you know, we're thinking more of a, a Bond theme. You know, what do you think?" Um, and he just said, "You know, leave it with me." So we'd we'd done a huge gig in Dubai at the time, and we came off stage, and he skyped and he said, "Guys, you know, I've got this great idea. What do you think?" Um, and we said, "Okay, you know, we want a stadium song." We want bass, we want drums, we want to cross between Pink and The Killers and U2. And he said, okay, leave it with me. Um, and he came back. Um, and that's how the whole arrangement for that um, ended up, the, what you hear now. But the, the original, which was recorded at Abbey Road, uh, was, was very, on the vocal, was very musical theatre. Um, and the whole story behind that, if you absorb the lyrics, is basically moving on from a job or a moment in time and moving forward to a, a clear, fresh chapter. Um, a lot of people think it's about a past relationship, um, but actually when you listen to the lyrics and listen to them back again, or indeed read them, you'll see that it's about a journey um, and it's about... My life is my story, um, and I think everyone can relate to points in their life where they feel they should have made a change, or they didn't, or they did. So to try and get that into 3 minutes, 26 seconds, um, a little mini story. Um, and then if people go onto YouTube and see the video, um, which was written by a phenomenal film independent guy called Nick Kirk um, and he came up with a whole script and the idea after reading the lyrics um, and said this is what I'm thinking and we're like yes you've got it you've got it Um, you understand it Um, and that's exactly um, what what it's about but people will interpret that song I think to whatever mood they're in at the time Um, right and, and based based think, on their own their own history. Yeah, I mean we we speak to a lot of people and it's amazing how many people can interpret a song differently. Um, <laughs> and we never really we never really tell them what it means because it's a it's a it's like art, you know. It's it's up to the person to interpret at that point at that moment how they feel. Um, and who are we to 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 tell them that actually it's not that? So. That's the real the real meaning behind the song, but for everybody, really, it's it's however they interpret those words at that time. Yeah, you know, um, after after John uh, sent me the files, I was uh, I was in my office 
it was a very busy time and I was multitasking and I said, okay, let me, let me put on the music while I'm, while I'm multitasking, you know? And, uh, and I heard the song and, and my initial, my initial thought was that, you know, it was about a past relationship and something inside kind of clicked and said, no, I don't think that that's what it's about. So then I stopped everything I was doing and I focused in on the lyrics and I said, this is about her journey and the past being the past and not having a trace in the current. And then I listened to it again just to confirm, you know, what I was, what I was feeling. And then I had an opportunity to actually uh, see that video that you just mentioned. Um, and when I saw the video, it totally, totally made sense. Totally in, in terms of, you know, the interpretation. But I, I can see where people would interpret it differently, again, depending on, on where they are in their own life and, um, you know, and, and where they are in, in their own journey. I think, and this song, No Trace of You, uh, this came out when? This this was written um, um, last, hang on a minute, John, when was this song written? Uh, this time last year, or a bit before, about January last year. Yeah, about January last year, and then um, we would then went through the whole process of getting the whole, you know, backing track together. Um, and that was done um, in LA, um, and then we all then went headed off to Abbey Road in London in this time last year, almost exactly to the day. Um, and we went in and we recorded that, um, and then we then released it on June the sixteenth. And then we've only just the video's only just been been literally the last three weeks because we had to find the right writer the right director and the right producer and the right environment um to do the song justice so we needed to absorb and do our market research um so so yeah so we have the video now and and it's all like the pieces of the puzzle have come together absolutely absolutely because uh, and, and i just want to uh, let the listeners know uh if you want more information about danielle and uh, and you want to uh, order some music? I know I know the music is available on iTunes. You can also go to the website www.daniellemorganmusic.com. Again, that's www.daniellemorganmusic.com. Definitely connect with her on social media, and uh, and follow her amazing career. Um, was it a difficult transition for you? Um, when you, how, how long ago did you leave the Metropolitan Police Department? Um, I left, I left the Met, um, oh, a long time ago. I've, I've been living overseas in Dubai for 10 years. Um, oh, okay. And, um, and what happened was I went over to Dubai, um, I left the police and a lot of stuff had happened. I lost my mum and my dad and bits and pieces and I, I was raising my own young, young children so an opportunity, you know, 
for me to go to Dubai. So I went over to Dubai um, and I was working my way through getting into music and um, finding local bands. And then one day through a contact for a contact came for me to audition for John's band. Um, and I went, will I, won't I? And anyway, I went and I auditioned and there was another guy who'd already been sort of given the job. So we both, we were both asked to stay um, and we both um, worked together and we were one of the biggest cover bands in Dubai um, for the last 10 years. And then it crossed over then to original music um, where myself and John started writing more frequently um, to a point where we couldn't keep up with demand. Um, and then it was one of them, well, I don't know, maybe people might like it. I don't know, let's see. So John put it up on SoundCloud um, and people really enjoyed it, especially a lot of people in the States. Um, and then we went on to Reverb Nation um, and, you know, it was incredible the amount of people who said, oh, have you got more, have you got more? Um, and then once we went to Abbey Road and we recorded the songs, we then released the EP. Um, and very shortly after that, because of the response, that was then time for us to return back to the UK um, in order to then record more um, and, and get a foundation. Because there isn't, once you're in Dubai for original music, it's very difficult to be traveling backwards and forwards. Um, and that's what we spent a lot of our time was was flying backwards and forwards. And we decided that actually where the music was really taking off was within the UK and Europe and in America. Um, and now parts of Australia and, and, and the world has opened up to us. Um, but still in Dubai, I think our sort of music that we're doing right now is probably n not really what they want at this moment it's it's more sort of um dance music and, and r&b um so okay. that's how we managed to come back to the uk um and it's just gone from strength to strength strength to strength and we're very blessed really to be honest and and was it uh was it difficult um during that time that you were in dubai you know uh not being uh local if you will you know being from the uk was it difficult for for you as a band and and for you as a female and and as a singer uh, were there any challenges there there wasn't any challenges um for us in terms of the um cover music you know we covered every everybody that's ever existed i think we used to do three hour gigs non-stop and there's a huge massive expat environment over there for for us but for original music um it's it's almost non-existent because they 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 like to have stuff that's been tried and tried and tested so all the the gigs that we did on or, original music um was really small intimate venues um and once we exhausted all of that there was nowhere else to go um, it's a bit like living in a very small village, you know, once you've, you've, you've crossed the point where you have to then leave in order to, to grow. So, so although we loved our time in Dubai and, and it's in fact where we learned our craft and worked with some of the best musicians and, and some phenomenal gigs and venues, 
um, we almost left um, lifestyle to go back to basics. Um, and that's what happens when you do original music. You have to, it's a bit like being a CEO of a company and you want to run your own company. Well, unfortunately, right. you have to go back to basics and you have to go back to the beginning. So we gave up an awful lot, an awful lot to come back to the UK. Um, and we brought our children with us. Um, and it was a lot of um, a lot of faith and um, some really close family and friends had a lot of faith in us. But there was also a lot of people saying, well, we don't know if this is going to work. Um, and, you know, John's a, a massive believer of saying, strap in, it's going to get bumpy, but, you know, we're going right. to do this. And we did. And it's been an incredible year um, since we, you know, went to Abbey Road and made our decision to come back. Um, and it has been very bumpy, but it's been phenomenal. And sometimes the biggest decisions in life are the hardest ones. Um, and you have to believe and you have to have faith and you have to have, you know, an amazing partner like John is, where you're both on the same page. Um, and the hard, yeah, we've, we, I mean, we, we've been working, us, I guess now, for two years nonstop, 17, 18 hour days, um, seven days a week. So there is, there is no shortcut to this. You know, if you're going to do it and you're going to do it properly, it's hard work and it's, and it's sacrifice. But... We're both passionate and we both believe in what we do and we're lucky to be able to wake up every single morning and play music and create music. So for that, we're eternally grateful. Yes, and and, and you really are talented and you, you have amazing energy and such a great spirit. Um, I mean, it's just, you know, it, it's amazing. And, and, you know, John is right, you know, strap yourself in because the ride does get bumpy. You know, there's a saying that, you know, uh, when you're going through rough waters and, and, you know, sometimes when you're going through rough waters, uh, people say, you know, God, why are you, why are you putting me through this? And God's response is because your enemies can't swim. And, um, <laughs> and, and, and that's the truth. You know, that's the truth. Uh, how many, how many children do you have? Uh, between us, we have five. Wow. Okay. And so, uh, and what are their so ages? They range from twenty-two down to seven. Oh, okay. So we've got we've got the entire spectrum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I don't think there's anything we haven't we haven't come across yet. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds wonderful. But they We're going to go. Rounded. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure. Do they do they dance in the background as well when you're when you're recording? <laughs> Not really. They think we're very uncool most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> we're reminded constantly, uh, you're not rock stars, you're old. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to go to to your next track, On the Path. We're going to play On the Path right now and then we'll talk about it after.
Another, another amazing song. On the Path. Let's talk about, let's talk about On the Path um, and, and what was behind that particular song. Uh, what I'll do, I'll pass you to John to talk to you about this one because John wrote this. Um, I put the Wonderful. music to it. Um, but John was the one that had the tune and, and the idea and the arrangement and all the lyrics. So um, I'll pass you to John Merrigan and, um, and, and he can tell you about the song. Okay. Hi, Wonderful. Reverend Michael. Hi, John. How are you? Very well, thank you. Really enjoying the discussion. And uh, thanks, thanks for liking the song. Um, this, uh, this song on the path uh, was really written um, in memory of my mother. Um, my mom uh, passed away. She had cancer. And uh, she passed away. But when she, um, while she was passing away, she had time to say her goodbyes and to, um, to talk to all of us and to leave her messages over a period of about six to nine months. And... Uh, while she was doing that, um, there, in, in Dublin, where I'm from, uh, on the coast, um, there's a beautiful stretch of beach um, and coastline uh, that she used to love to walk. And um, when I was younger, she used to take me there for walks and just to breathe the sea air and so on. So the idea behind the song really is to remember her because I walk along those places uh, with Danielle, and um, it brings back memories of, of those walks with my mother. And they're not sad memories at all, actually. They're very happy memories. And um, by walking along that stretch, um, I can remember uh, the great times and the wise words and the smile and all the things I remember my mother. And I suppose it's, it's, it's intended to help anybody um, who has maybe lost somebody, but but to bring back happy memories, and uh, it's an upbeat song. The message is a positive song, and uh, I wrote that song very quickly in about half an hour in terms of the lyrics, and um, uh, and then uh, I'm only a drummer, so people often will say I'm not a musician. But uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm shouting out there for all the drummers because we are musicians somehow. And I had a tune in my head and I had a, a melody and a rhythm and a beat in my head. And I brought those ideas uh, to Danielle. And again, very quickly, in about half an hour, an hour maximum, um, she was able to put a melody and piano to the song. And then suddenly we had a song, and um, uh, we worked, refined it a little bit, and um, and we're very happy how it uh, how it came about, and we're also very happy the way people respond to it because uh, everybody has different emotions to it, um, and people have really commented how that song calms them, and how they can relive happy memories maybe with those people who have gone before. So so that's the story of the song. Yeah, it's 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 truly a beautiful song, and you know, as as I listened to the lyrics of that song, it kind of uh, it did take me back. It took me back to some to some wonderful memories in my lifetime, and um, you know, this evening, uh, well, today I have I have two weddings that I'm officiating at, and after that, 
I'm going to to go see a couple that that I married a couple of months ago, and the bride's uh, grandmother passed away, and um, you know I'm going to to go meet with them about that, and uh, it's a tough one because uh, she was very close to her grandmother, and uh, her grandmother raised her, so it's kind of like her mom, and uh, and I'm going to I'm going to share. Uh, that song with her because I think I think it's an appropriate one and and you know it's it's an appropriate one as as we get ready to to celebrate um, Mother's Day here in the U.S. uh, next month Uh, I believe in the U.K. you already celebrated Mother's Day is that correct yes yes uh, Mother's Day Mother's Day was last weekend uh, last Sunday and yeah yeah I saw on Facebook, you know, that's the wonderful thing about social media. So I have a lot of people in the UK that I've married here in the US and and, and other friends that live in the UK. So I saw all these postings about Mother's Day and uh, and I was like, oh, okay, that's right. And, and when I think back to uh, when I was there in, in 2012, it was during Mother's Day as well. It was during Mother's Day um, when when I was there uh, in the UK. So um, I remembered that that we have, uh, you know, the, the day is celebrated about a month apart. So that yep. particular that particular year, uh, my wife got to celebrate Mother's Day twice, which normally doesn't <laughs> occur. <laughs> That's quite cool. Double, double present. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. And um, so what's what's in the future for for Danielle and John and and the music? What what's what's coming up? What's the next phase of this Um, journey? We're in we're in the process now of speaking to um, the same guy that um, did the video for No Trace of You. Um, We are very. keen to get on the path um, done into a video Um, and we want that to be done delicately and lovingly and and happy Um, and we're looking to go over to Dublin to film that so we're we're in the process of doing that we're in also in the process of um, we've uploaded quite a few songs on YouTube and onto Indie Sound and um, Spotify and other bits and pieces we're also in the process of trying to get um, those songs now recorded um, with the band and again with um, the real John Smith in LA so we're very eager to to get the music out in time for the summer within the UK here um, and we're very eager to do gigs, we've got lots of gigs lined up in and around the UK and Ireland um, but we're getting a lot of call from Canada um, and the States um, asking us you know when we're going to go over and gig there, and we're so we're in the process of speaking to um, our PR is Kelly Lee, and she's based in Canada, and John Smith is based in LA, um, and we're in the process now of trying to build those connections to actually put um, a tour in place that we can come over um, and bring the music. We we have um, two to three hours. Um, worth of of music that we can gig live 
Um, so um, we're just very, very keen now to put that all in place um, and get our music and get our story out to everybody, really. So that's that's our plan. Um, no Trace of You was what we called a tester. It was almost like a pilot song. We wasn't sure if people would like it, if people would understand it. Um, and for us, although we've been writing for years and we've been writing daily, it's always been a very private thing. Um, and when you go out on the public forum like that, you have to be very brave because it's your personal piece of art. And if someone's going to criticise that, it may stop me um, producing any more work. But as luck would have it, nobody's been negative. Everybody's been very kind and very loving. Um, so with that energy and that spirit, we've gone from strength to strength. So we're very blessed. However, maybe if the first few songs, people said, oh, you know, we don't like it or it's rubbish. I don't know. Maybe we would have stopped. Um, it's the first time for me in gigs to play keys publicly. I only have ever played keys privately because I'm not classically trained. I, I play by ear. Um, and I only started writing songs because it took me too long to work out anybody else's songs. So I thought, well, hey, ho, I'll write my own. So it's it's a very delicate operation for me, um, and I know it is for John, that when you're putting yourself out there and you're bare, um, that people will be kind. And so far, we have enough confidence now to carry on. <laughs> um, and as luck would have it, we have about six albums worth of songs. So... It's just timing there, Reverend Michael, and, and, and getting into the studio and getting them out um, and reaching as many people as possible. So that's that's our plan, to keep working hard. And, and you know, you, you bring up some, some really key points in that um, your, your music is an intimate reflection of you. It, it's, uh, it's giving, you know, listeners and viewers... Uh, an inside look at some of your most intimate feelings. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's bittersweet because uh, you are, you are opening yourself up and you are vulnerable at that point. The flip side of that is that's what makes your music so successful. It's the fact that, you know, this is your heart that's speaking. And, and, uh, and this is, you know, this is what you're communicating to people. And, you know, it's not just, it's not just something that was put together with, with no meaning to it, no personal meaning to it. This, this is, this is very intimate feelings that have been put into music, just like, you know, on the path. And, and John's story about, about, you know, his memories, his positive memories with his mom. Um, those are very intimate feelings. And you're right. You know, uh, people may may criticize and and sometimes, you know, it can be a little disheartening, you know, if if that happens. But but for the most part, I think when people stop and really pay attention to the lyrics and they really pay attention to the meaning, 
you know, they can take that with them and certainly apply it to a situation in their life. And, and that's why I, you know, I, I support musicians uh, as, as much as I can, um, you know, whether it's, you know, promoting them on, on social media, having them on the show, um, purchasing their music through, you know, YouTube, you, um, iTunes and, and, and other, and other uh, platforms, because I personally enjoy music. And, uh, and for me, I can relate and I can connect to that message. And, you know, when I hear uh, songs like No Trace of You and On the Path, those two songs really spoke to me. And I really connected. And, and I know that other people listening have had that same experience. Uh, I want to I give a shout out to my friend Louis Bodie, who is a DJ here in the United States. Actually, him and I are going to be working together later today at a wedding. So I do want to say hello because I know he's tuned in. Um, but, you know, that, that's the music that I personally enjoy. And, and I think that's the music that, that really reaches people when there is that, that personal meaning behind it. And, uh, you know, and I think that the, the commitment that you have uh, together uh, as a team um, really shows, you know, it really shows. I'm sure you have your fair share of disagreements when when you're under stress and trying to put something together but at the end of the day it comes out it comes out perfect and it comes out the way I mean, it's, I mean, it's supposed to be i mean for, for us you know um you know i i was dabbling with the industry and in the states many many years ago um with some some big companies out there and they wanted to take my songs and, and turn them into clinical pieces of work. So I gave up a lot to walk away from that. And I remember saying to my dad, you know, I was really disappointed. And he said, listen, when the time is right, you know, it, it will, if it will, it's meant to be, it will be. And some of those songs have sat gathering dust for nearly 25 years. And for John and I, we're not chasing fame. We're not chasing money. Um, and I think because of that, we we give off an aura of honesty. And if we can't create a piece of music from from our soul and from our heart and and reach people with that, the day we can't reach people is the, is the day we will stop. And we have been brought together in order to to create this partnership of of the music and to to get it out to people and to help people and to give them a message some of the songs are you know have a meaning of hope some have more reflective meaning some might be giving those people courage to make a change um but whatever it is between John and I um and when you add the years between us, it's quite a lot. Um, there's a lot of experience and pain and happy memories also that go into our writing. Um, and I think there isn't a song that we don't have that somebody out there can't relate to. Um, 
And for us, if we can make one person smile or one person shed a tear, then we've done our job. But it, it really isn't about us being, you know, rock stars living in a big house um, and being rich. We, 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 we are content with what we have. And the richness we have is seeing our music um, in score form or hearing the audience sing our songs back or reading a message that, oh, my God, you really reached me and thank you for that. So when people measure success, I think we measure it differently to maybe a lot of people out there in terms of the industry. Um, so for us to have, you know, yourself speaking to us from the other side of the world um, and allowing us to be on your show and, you know, you enjoying our music, that for me is, is success. It sums it up. I'd I just like to add to what uh, Danielle is saying and, and, and just to reflect on a, a gig we did uh, a short time ago and there was um, a lady sat quite close to the stage uh, in the front and over the course of uh, the two hours or so that we did uh, on the gig, um, she was crying, dancing, laughing, and jumping up in the air in the space of you know that time, and for us to be able to bring those emotions out um, um, is 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 fantastic. And when we're playing live, I think we're really free to do that. And Danielle, the way she interacts with the audience and shares things and and things, no gig is no two gigs are ever the same. And and that's drives us because we love to be interacting uh, with people uh, and so on and you also share a story that you're going to share the music tonight uh, with somebody or later today uh, that's wonderful so uh, uh, Reverend Michael thank you very much for uh, you, you, you've actually understood our partnership really well and uh, you've explained it really well and um, thank you uh, for supporting us and we hope that people will uh, continue to like the music and to uh, to listen and we're very happy to share we'd love to go over to America soon and um, hopefully we'll see everybody soon yeah that sounds great uh, please uh, please keep me posted you have my email uh, please keep me posted on uh, on on your on your tour dates uh, I'm I'm looking forward actually to uh, to going back to the UK soon because uh, it's been a while, I miss it, and I love it over there. Um, and actually, uh, one of the places, uh, you know, uh, in in Europe that uh, that has been on my on my bucket list for a long time is to go to Ireland. So, um, so that's also also on my Wonderful. list. I have I have friends that yeah, have no, places no, out no, there. And, uh, we'll be very happy to. Uh, Maybe meet up, give you some advice, and uh, uh, show, you around. show you around. It would be wonderful. Lovely, lovely. And and let me know when when you're coming uh, when you're coming over to the states. And uh, you know, um, I, I go to California too, so you never know if uh, if things work out and the timing is good, we may uh, be able to bump into each other at some point. I would love that. That'd be brilliant. Uh, and uh, and I just want to mention again uh, the website uh, www.daniellemorganmusic.com. Um, you want to go to that site. 
connect on social media. You can follow Danielle. Um, you can download music. Um, I just downloaded some songs uh, from iTunes so that I have them on my phone um, because, uh, you know, I spend a lot of time in my car traveling and uh, traveling, you know, throughout throughout Florida. So um, my my music keeps me company. So uh, so I'm looking forward to uh, to listening to some of the other songs as well that I haven't had an opportunity to listen to yet. Um, once again, Danielle and John, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for taking time uh, out of your Saturday. And, and I know we have a, uh, a five hour difference. So it's kind of kind of cut you right in the middle of the day. And I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to do that and, and to really share not only not only your music, but to share, you know, some some personal details about your life and, and to give listeners, you know, um, another perspective on you. And I think, uh, you know, for me, whenever I have an opportunity to talk to someone um, and then to listen to their music later, um, it just the music sounds differently, you know. <laughs> Because <laughs> cause you have a, a greater understanding and, and appreciation uh, for the music. So um, uh, thank you once again. Uh, which song should we, uh, sh- should we close out the show with? Which one would you like? Tanya? Just the two that John sent you. Is that the ones? Yes. I, I would go for, I'd go for On the Path again. Okay. You in agreement, John? Uh, well, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, we, we always end up agreeing. We might take different routes to get there, but Danielle and I always take, we end up agreeing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, so thank you so much, uh, Reverend Michael. It, it, you 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 very nice uh, uh, way of uh, getting us to talk and to, to share. And thank you for all the support. Uh, thank you to all your listeners. And we do hope, um, that people will take an interest in our music, and we hope to see you and um, continue um, sharing our music with you. Thank you so much for everything. And there's a few freebies as well. If if they go onto um, the website, I'm sure the session, the EP, um, that there's four songs on there that that are free. Um, and I think on the path is also on there. Um, and on Spotify, um, I think the session's on there as well. Um, and I think on the path also on on spotify so um so yeah a special thanks from us to you and all listeners and and hope your guys connect with me and john um especially on twitter um we're at the real danny morgan and john's at fat damn music so please guys connect with us say hello um and you know we'll share more music um and um thanks once again from us it's been an absolute honor um to be on your show reverend michael um, so really a massive thank you to you and um, and all your thank you thank you so much God bless you both and we're going to go to On the Path and Louis Baude I will call you later
Once again, On the Path by Danielle Morgan and John Merrigan. Danielle, John, thank you so much once again for coming on the show. And, uh, again, that website, www.daniellemorganmusic.com. That's www.daniellemorganmusic.com. We thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Stay safe. Have a wonderful week, and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye now.